Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 18th of May. Delhi police today detained Aam Aadmi Party MLA Kuldeep Kumar for allegedly obstructing a demolition drive conducted by the Delhi Development Authority, PTI reported. Kumar and his supporters were protesting the demolition drive in the Kalyanpuri area. Speaking to PTI, a senior police officer said and I quote, We have detained AAP MLA Kuldeep Kumar for obstructing the demolition drive, which started around 12 noon. We are here in adequate numbers to ensure the security and protection of the government agencies that are carrying out the demolition drive. Our responsibility is to maintain law and order and ensure that no untoward incident occurs during the drive. Unquote. The demolition drive is a part of a larger anti-encroachment drive, which is being conducted by the Municipal Corporation of Delhi in several areas of the city. The drive has sparked a political spat between the AAP and the BJP, which has control of the MCD. On Monday, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal had said 63 lakh people will be rendered homeless due to the drive. He accused the BJP of misusing power and called the drive the biggest destruction in independent India. Demolition drives have been conducted in Tughlaqabad, Shaheen Bagh and New Friends Colony as well. Last week, AAP MLA Amanatullah Khan was also detained by the Delhi police when he and his supporters protested the Shaheen Bagh demolition. The Supreme Court today ordered the release of A.G. Perari Valan, a convict in Rajiv Gandhi's assassination case, live law reported. The court invoked powers under Article 142 of the Constitution under which the Supreme Court can pass decrees necessary for doing complete justice in matters pending before it. Perari Valan, who has served over 30 years in prison, had approached the Apex Court after his release had been delayed despite a recommendation by the Tamil Nadu government in 2018. A bench of Justices L. Nageshwara Rao, B. R. Gawai and A. S. Bopanna noted that there had been a delay by the Governor of Tamil Nadu in considering the matter, Bar and Bench reported. Hence, the delay could be subject to judicial review. According to the Hindustan Times, while granting the release, the bench said, and I quote, seeing his satisfactory conduct in jail, medical records, educational qualifications achieved in jail, and pendency of his mercy petition filed under Article 161 before TN Governor since December 2015, in exercise of powers under Article 142, we direct the petitioner to be set free, unquote. In 2014, the Apex Court had reduced Perari Valan's death sentence to life imprisonment following another delay on the decision regarding his mercy plea. In 2018, Perari Valan had petitioned for an early release, but the Tamil Nadu governor had kept his plea pending. In another case, the Supreme Court granted bail to media executive Indrani Mukherjee today, Live Law reported. Mukherjee is accused of murdering her daughter Sheena Bora and was in prison for six and a half years. A bench said, and I quote, Taking into account the fact that petitioner was in custody for six and a half years, and even if 50% of PW, prosecution witnesses, is given up, trial will not complete soon. We are of the considered view that the petitioner is entitled to be released on bail, subject to satisfaction of the trial court in addition to the following conditions. Unquote. The court had also noted that the conditions imposed while granting bail to Mukherjee's husband, Peter Mukherjee, would also apply to her bail. The couple is co-accused in the murder case. Peter had been granted bail in 2020. Hardik Patel quit the Congress party today, NDTV reported. Patel, one of the opposition party's prominent faces in Gujarat, said, and I quote, 
Today, I courageously resign from the post of Congress Party and primary membership of the party. I am sure that my decision will be welcomed by all my colleagues and the people of Gujarat. I believe that after this step of mine, I will be able to work really positively for Gujarat in future. Unquote. Patel alleged that the lack of seriousness on major issues was a major problem within the party. He went on to say that whenever he met senior leaders, they were less concerned about hearing about the problems of the people of Gujarat and more interested in checking their mobile phones. Taking a jibe at top leadership, he said in his resignation letter, and I quote, It is unfortunate that workers like us, who travel 500 to 600 kilometers in our cars in a single day to meet people, get to see the big leaders of Congress in Gujarat are far away from the issues of Gujarat, but are more focused on ensuring that chicken sandwich for leaders who have come from Delhi is delivered on time. Unquote. Following their meeting with State Chief Minister Bhagwant Man today, farmers in Punjab have said they will end protests, NDTV reported. Several farmers, including those affiliated with the Sanyukt Kisan Morcha, had called for an indefinite protest to press their demands for a wheat bonus and the beginning of paddy sowing. On Tuesday night, farmers had held overnight protests at the Chandigarh-Mohali border. They had given an ultimatum that if the chief minister did not meet them by Wednesday, they would break barriers and head to Chandigarh. The farmers were against the Punjab government's decision to allow paddy sowing after 18th June. According to the Hindustan Times, the state government has partially agreed to the demands and has advanced the paddy sowing to 7th of June. Apart from this, Man has also reportedly agreed to start buying mungi at the minimum support price. A notification for the same has been issued and mandis have also been identified. Earlier today, senior Congress leader Navjot Singh Sidhu had slammed Man over the protests, the Hindustan Times reported. In a series of tweets, Sidhu had said that the Aam Admi Party would lose its credibility and asked Man to be a more flexible chief minister. He said, and I quote, CM Bhagwant Manji, ask your IT cell to cool their heels. The more disparaging and derogatory they are to the farmers, the more you will lose your credibility. Be a flexible statesman than a stubborn CM. Invite them for talks and resolve issues on the table. Unquote. He went on to urge Man to amicably settle the farmer's wishes. Bahujan Samaj Party chief Mayawati hit out at the BJP today and alleged that the party was diverting people's attention from the real issues by targeting religious places. PTI reported. Speaking to the media in Lucknow, she said, and I quote, In order to divert people's attention from issues like rising poverty, unemployment and skyrocketing inflation in the country, BJP and its associate organisations are specially targeting religious places and this is not hidden from anyone. Unquote. The BSP leader also said that changing the names of places associated with a particular religion would lead to quote-unquote mutual hate in the country. Mayawati also mentioned the ongoing Gyanwapi row and said that it was a conspiracy to incite hate. She said, and I quote, This can spoil the situation any time. Years after independence, the manner in which people's religious sentiments are being incited as part of a conspiracy in the guise of Gyanwapi, Mathura, Taj Mahal and other places will not strengthen the country but will only weaken it. The BJP needs to pay attention to this. Unquote. Listeners, the Gyanwapi Mosque has been in the news since a court in Uttar Pradesh ordered the resumption of a video survey of the mosque premises. On Monday, the court ordered the sealing of a mosque's pool after it was alleged that a shivling had been found there. If you want to know what locals in Varanasi think of the video survey, check out my colleague Tanishka Sodhi's ground report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, High Tension, Higher Stakes, 
what Varanasi residents think of Gyanwapi Mosque video survey. The reason we are able to report on such issues of public interest without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. The Russian Defense Ministry today said that nearly 1,000 Ukrainian fighters in Mariupol have surrendered, AP reported. Spokesperson of the Russian Defense Ministry, Major General Igor Konashenkov, said 694 Ukrainian soldiers at the Azovstal steel plant have surrendered in the last 24 hours. This takes the total number of fighters who have surrendered to 959. At least 29 of the surrendered fighters are wounded, Konashenkov said. The figures have not yet been confirmed by the Ukrainian side. The fighters have been taken to territory controlled by Russia and its allies in eastern Donetsk region. The port city of Mariupol had been under siege for weeks, and Ukrainian fighters, including those from the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion, had been holding out at the fortified Azovstal steel plant. The surrender at Azovstal brings to close one of the most fiercely fought battles of the Ukrainian war so far. Meanwhile, Finland and Sweden submitted formal applications to join NATO today. Reuters reported. At the ceremony where Finnish and Swedish ambassadors handed in the applications, NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg said and I quote, This is a historic moment which we must seize. Unquote. According to Reuters, it will take time for the application to be formally accepted. Not least because Turkish President Recep Erdogan has expressed opposition to Finland and Sweden joining NATO, the BBC reported. Erdogan's apprehensions stem from the Nordic country's purported willingness to host Kurdish militants fighting Turkey for independence. Turkey is a key member of NATO. Without the support of all existing members, Finland and Sweden will not be able to join the alliance. The applications to join NATO means that Finland and Sweden will be shifting from the neutral stance that they have maintained for decades. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 